Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Midnight Blues and Other Musings. We're going to talk about rhythmic gymnastics, a little, little bit about Junior Grand Prix, our first event of the season, our first official international event of the season. Today, we have a very, very special guest who has come back to chat with us about RG. Clematis RG, how are you today? Hi, hello. Thank you very much for having me again. This is very kind of you. And yeah, I'm very excited to talk maybe about the Olympics. I'm pretty sure everyone already has said a lot about it, but yeah. And also maybe a bit about figure skating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're super excited to chat with you again today. Um, so I am going to briefly, briefly talk about Junior Grand Prix, our first event at Corcheville. Um, so Junior women, short program, Claire Seo in first. Um, in second place, Lindsay Thorngren. In third place, Kaya Ruder. Uh, so great event. Um, Claire is awesome. I remember watching her at Skate Milwaukee. She is such a lovely skater. Um, I'm so glad that she's like getting all this love. Uh, her step sequence is one of the loveliest things I've ever seen. Um, she had one under rotation, I believe, on the flip. But other than that, good program for her. Really, really awesome. Um, Lindsay Thorngren. Um, she has really made improvements with her PCS, which I'm I'm pretty shocked by, um, especially from what we saw at Skate Milwaukee and what we were seeing last season. Um, she didn't attempt triple axel, but I'm guessing we're probably going to see that in her free skate because I know she's been working on that at Benoit's camp. Uh, so excited for that. Kaya, I love her. Uh, I kind of discovered her two seasons ago. She is so adorable and lovely. Such like she has such awesome energy. So she's such like a she's such a star um kind of reminds me of Alyssa when it comes to when it comes to performance um and yeah it's junior grand prix is honestly my favorite thing ever about figure skating because I love to discover new junior skaters and it's so awesome to kind of see younger skaters from small federations to have a chance to compete internationally uh I personally always love to see skaters from you know India um I remember watching Tara Prasad at uh Cranberry Cup and that was awesome to see uh and onto the junior men's short program that was a really awesome event I did um catch up on the top three so Ilya Malinin uh into first which is awesome at skate Milwaukee um I remember watching him his layout is absolutely insane for the free skate I'm going to briefly talk about it it's quad lutz quad toe triple axle quad salco um quad toe uh, triple sal, triple lutz, uh, triple loop and combo triple axle uh, double toe um I didn't have clean free skate at all um, at Skate Milwaukee, but I'm excited to see it because he did have a clean, clean short program. Um, triple axle, triple toe, um, triple flip. No, 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 triple lutz, triple toe, triple axle, triple flip, step sequence level three. Um, yeah, pretty good, solid. Um, Corey in second, which is good. Um, we we all love Corey skating. Um, and I saw a tweet that was like this, you know, all, all, all junior men really need to do ice dance for a few seasons um, because Corey really solidifies that belief that, you know, men need to be put into ice dance for a little bit. Um, he's such a phenomenal skater and Lucas was in third. Um, awesome event. Um, I really did love seeing Priyam um, from India. That was great to see. Um, truly, I, I'm so glad he's like receiving all this love. Um, Clematis, did you did you catch up on uh, Junior Grand Prix a little bit? A, a little bit, just a little bit of the ladies actually. I watch, of course, Claire Seo. She was yeah. just 
amazing. Yeah. I, I, she chose a music that I love for, yeah. well, first of all, it's a, it's a beautiful piece, but obviously the fact that it was used for like the iconic program of yeah. Sweha and Hal, and I was like, oh my God, I hope she does the justice. And yeah, totally amazing. The way she started the, the step sequence, it's, yeah. I really like it. I, I, I yeah. It's really amazing the way also she she feels the music and I'm really I would say sensitive to that because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch the technical side but yeah just vibes <laughs> I would yeah. say yeah definitely check out Seo Yeonji as well um she was in fourth she represents Korea she scored oh, yeah um she was also a big surprise for me yeah. Um, I know a little bit about Asun Yun, um, Yun, um, who's from Korea as well. She didn't do as well. Um, I will, you know, I believe she didn't have a combo. I didn't. I, I kind of, sort of caught up on this. Um, she scored a forty-eight point one eight. I was very, I was very sad about that. But um, mm. definitely look out for them in the free skate. I know that they're gonna make um, an awesome comeback. Uh, so yeah, Clematis, why don't we move on to rhythmic gymnastics? We're two weeks out from the from the Olympics. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on on uh, why don't we start with individual individual all around finals? Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been already two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel so. I'm still trying to like not process, but like yeah. actually process some fires I have technically. But yeah, the results have been. I mean, it's 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 a bit weird because after the qualification. Uh, I think I wasn't I wasn't alone thinking that, but I really thought it, if Lino Ashram was going clean, she was in the big possibility to actually win the Olympics. So the all-around final result didn't come as much as a surprise to me because mm -hmm. I thought after the qualification, it was obvious that yeah, she she would go clean, and even even if uh, the, the twins also went clean, she would absolutely become Olympic champion. Mm -hmm. I think, um, well, <laughs> the thing is, I still uh, don't have much uh, thoughts about like actually getting very precisely into the difficulty in the execution. But yeah. what I think that this code and this competition in particular for the individual really revealed the fact that difficulty is obviously the biggest point you would need to have to win over 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 sorry execution. And yeah the fact that for I mean people watch rhythmic gymnastics for the first time or very uh, not not always the fact that uh, you have visible mistakes like loss or the apparatus going outside of the boundaries or fall and the fact that there is also what I call hidden mistakes that you can't necessarily really see if you don't know them but actually that those type of mistakes can also cost uh, as much as a loss so yeah I think it was really an interesting competition in terms of what happened, the results and the consequences in terms of how maybe rhythmic gymnastics, maybe the judging, maybe the way it's perceived will continue. I think it's it will it will probably make a bigger impact than what we think it would like. Um, 
the result obviously is like a bit unexpected, but obviously in terms of how on the longer term in five or 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's very clear, but um, yeah, I, I think also on, on obviously, uh, I don't know what to say, but there is so many, I mean, people already talk a lot about that, but the fact that obviously it's, it, it was expected that Dina Verena and Arina Verena were going to be very upset about it because obviously they were going for gold and silver medals and, and the fact that it completely changed their dreams, it's obvious that they were going to be upset, all this emotional release, I would say. Um, yeah, and but now obviously the comments made by Elena Wiener are not the, the yeah the best and most diplomatic one, I would say. The fact that she it's a bit like she's uh she's getting the taste of uh, her own medicine because yeah. she was actually having a lot of uh I mean it was a code that were really much uh, an advantage for the uh Dinaya Verena and not in Arena Verena. Obviously it's I mean it's, it's it can be normal. I mean if they are at the top and they're getting the best results from what they have been doing since 2017. And but obviously the I would say the, the worst nightmare of Irina Viner actually realized because in starting from 2018, she was saying, Lina Ashram, you need to pay attention to this girl, she's gonna do some big stuff. And yeah, it actually happened. So I, I think yeah, it was really kind of awful. For I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say much. It's 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 um there's so many things like I, I mean you probably saw it even if you're like I mean I don't know how far how much longer you how long you're watching with me gymnastics but it's obviously that there were a lot of of stuff uh into this result like uh, the Russians the fact that there is like some kind of overscoring on both sides the fact that this code is a bit complicated to like not, not even a bit, it's really complicated and there has been like a lot of issue with the judge, judgment along, along um, the, the last years. So it's really mixed up of all things between like rational thinking and emotion and what they want and what people want. And, but there has been a lot of also very good things, <laughs> except for obviously... Um, uh, yeah, a, a lot of good things, like, for example, Milena Baldassari, who finished, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm trying, like, to speak about, like, the, the nicest, uh, nicest yeah. thing, like, who made, like, very, also very historical results by doing, like, full, clean, very clean performance and finishing at the sixth place. Yeah. Um, final, which is, like, a first for Italy in this type of of events, so really, really, really amazing, I would say. Um, and obviously also Christina Porancina, oh sorry, Poranicina, who finished, <laughs> who finished with also like uh, four, four performance and finished like at the ninth place. Mm -hmm. So I would say proving uh, Irina De Rubina wrong, but like uh, what you said. Yeah, yeah I would say, um, yeah, this is the, the, I would say the, maybe the highlight nearly of this event, obviously the historical result, but the fact that she's also talking about like, it's it's not something you, you see a lot in rhythmic gymnastics, but 
um, gymnasts actually having their opinion about their coach and saying, oh no, this is actually wrong. This is actually not what I want. I want this. So I think, yeah. Because I don't know if you see, but like she, she had been liking uh, some comments. About Irina, about Irina's yeah. comments. And she also the, really the, them. Yeah, the, 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 the family is trying to keep down the rhythmic gymnastics in, in Ukraine. And this is not the, the, the best thing. Yeah. They haven't been doing the best job. Like, obviously, they have been doing some nice thing. But yeah, we've seen from a lot of things they have been doing in the last year and more than the last year. Yeah, obviously. So I think that was also very, very, very cool <laughs> to hear that, especially after the comments she has made, like the fact that Vlada Nikolshenko should have been at the Olympics because she won the Olympic spot, but obviously Kristina also won it uh, at the 2019 World Championships. So that was like, okay, well, maybe you need a bit of logic in what you're saying, <laughs> but well. Um, yeah, and this was also interesting. I'm trying to think that. Oh, and also, obviously, I can't finish talking about like the individual event without talking about Alina like, Arnashko bronze. Actually, kind of incredible because yeah. she had a loss during a hoop routine and very small, but she had one, and also during a ribbon routine. And she finally after thanks to her very high difficulty because she also has a very high difficulty and thanks to kind of a consistency for her ball routine and, and clubs routine she actually managed to get a bronze medal uh, after hiring a very uh, disaster with ribbon i would say which is very awful because she had already a disaster at 2018 world championships so that was like oh my god she she I, that she has a ribbon curse or something. This was very heartbreaking to see too. I know. Like, oh no, not again. <laughs> and, but yeah, obviously she, it's a very, very nice victory for Alina Arnashko. I don't know if you saw it the way she was like so happy about it. I love Arnashko, I love her. Um, her, and stuff. Uh, so her and Puma Arnashko, my favorite <laughs> little duo. Um, her and Salos are the cutest, cutest friendship ever um but yeah i'm so happy that she was happy I'm so yeah happy. And I'm, I'm actually yeah. waiting for a vlog about the olympics maybe she had one i'm not sure but maybe i don't know <laughs> and uh, obviously the the i don't know like i i don't want like to have fire to to stuff already i don't know how to say that but like also the comment she made about like the fact that they broke the system i think that was very interesting to hear her comment actually about like i I always kind of like hearing what the gymnasts think about like, even if it's right or wrong about like what they think. And yeah, I think it was interesting to, to see that they were also perceiving this kind of Russian dominancy and they wanted to end it. It's interesting to, to mm -hmm. know about yeah. this, I think. I uh, also, <laughs> yeah, I also like don't really want to add fire, but I do have a few thoughts on that. <laughs> It's obvious. We're talking about the Tokyo Olympics. It's yeah. obviously to begin to, to to transform into the most fire. Yeah, I would say. I don't. 
I think that she's correct, though, that like she did technically break the system with Lenoy, um, regardless of if you kind of agree with Lenoy's OGM win or not. I mean, the truth is having, you know, having Lenoy and Alina on that podium did yeah. very much break the cycle of Russian dominance. And I'm not necessarily suggesting that Russian dominance was not justified because it definitely was. Yeah. yeah. But I think she's correct, especially when you know Dina yeah 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 yeah. um I don't necessarily think it's you know the best thing to say in front of your you know I mean I'm not sure she was like she did actually know she was filming yeah 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 I don't think it was intentional but I think that in that close space the the sisters did hear it which did prompt you know all of that fire on social media um I think it's a it's unfortunate for the Avrina sisters but um Lena got it her own medicine so yeah I do think there is also something that is actually a bit sad is the way a silver medal is depicted as a loss and not a big win because it's still like a silver olympic silver medal and this is still like a very important medal a lot of people would dream about it so but yeah I understand you I mean for goals obviously if you don't have it you're sad about it this is normal I would say um yeah if you want to talk maybe about the group event or am i talking too much about already the individual no no no, no. You, you are the rg expert you know everything about <laughs> you can talk as much as you want um yeah so why don't we go into group um definitely a very a very good finals i will say i loved watching it um um i will say roc I'm not I'm not the biggest I'm not the biggest fan of um well um yeah I think it well as you say overall it has been a very solid final because we had like very clean well without like big losses so this is what we say when it's clean but obviously it can be like clean hitch dependence but it was very strong performance for Bulgaria Russia uh, especially given like the, the the performance Russia gave during the last month, it wasn't always very clean. So I think it was a big improvement. And Italy, despite like a very tiny drop, I think at the end with the ball, but it was like, I don't yeah, it was very tiny. <laughs> and uh, China also really did amazing performance despite not having any international experience it was yeah absolutely amazing and, yeah obviously a big heartbreak for Belarus was in bronze position and then they just yeah something happened with Hoopens clubs but yeah they had like very not the, the most stable season a bit like Russia actually it was they changed a lot of routines and stuff so yeah, I don't know. But the, the, the bronze was actually within their, their grasp, given the, the fact that they had also very high difficulty. But yeah, a very big win for Bulgaria, Russia, and obviously Italy, finally, <laughs> especially for uh, the members who were in Rio who had lost the bronze. And finally, they have it, like they have an Olympics medal. But yeah, obviously, I think the, the victory is even more obvious there because Bulgaria didn't have any kind of big mistakes. They missed a collaboration at the end of the, the, the hoop and clubs exercise, but that was very, 
not not the biggest thing. So yeah, I think there Irina Vinev when she's saying that the the the, the victory is not deserved and stuff like she's a bit off. <laughs> it's it's a bit like she should try to not say much about it, especially since she's since she's like kind of she seems to focus on some very strange mistakes such as Ben Harm. Like like there is actually technical stuff like where you catch the apparatus and you have like Ben Harms that like you'll be crooked. It's like removing you uh, minus 0.1. So it's like really nearly nothing. And she's like saying, oh, but Berger is always catching with that type of arms and stuff. And they should have like, they should have like a lot of point removes. And but this is actually a very small mistakes compared to the kind of execution mistakes we saw from Russia within the exercise. They have like uh, missed people and, and stuff that were like not, not entirely clean. I cannot like it's it's very hard for groups to commentate on it because I still didn't watch precisely. It's it's crazy. I don't know. Like if you watch groups, you understand that the way the difficulty is counted, how does it work, and how judges can see everything. So I think I'm 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 actually very curious about like diving into the difficulty and actually watch if the podium was right or like trying to understand how, and especially about like. Uh, the position of Russia and Italy and China and even below, we'll see. And of course, Bulgaria, but yeah, very historic podium again. And if you haven't watched it, maybe just give it a chance, especially for the, the, the podium, like the, the top four, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I, I'm asking you, you just watch it with that maybe a lot of experience or yeah for this is actually my first time watching um this is my first time watching group um oh okay I've I, I kind of sort of so so 2019 I was um before the Olympics I was kind of like briefly catching up on stuff so 2019 World Cup series um I was oh, watching okay. group all around uh and the podium was Russia Bulgaria Japan and Italy came in fourth Ukraine in fifth and I remember thinking I love I love Ukraine uh in group I think they're awesome and then I also caught up on um in August 2020 um top three was Bulgaria Belarus and and Ukraine um and going and I and I I was kind of like following um like World Cup a little bit a little bit um because of oksana uh so (laughs) (laughs) and i and i i didn't really love group before the olympics because i always thought it was such a mess um Mm. ribbons scared me to watch in group form It, it truly truly is a scary apparatus um especially with the tokyo humidity um and my thoughts were kind of that I wasn't a big fan of Russia when it came to group. Um, I thought that th- they were they were they were much messier compared to compared to Belarus, not even Belarus, um, Bulgaria, Italy, China. Um. Yeah, I think they have they had like um, since twenty seven seventeen they had like a shift in the way they are making the choreography in order like to pack with more difficulty. They're making. The formation much more smaller and like the the advent they're moving across the floor in those sort of like very small groups yeah. like endings but it's usually and they are trying to pack up as much difficulty as they 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 want but 
yeah, I think that the, the execution is not obviously on the level of like Bulgaria or even yeah. Italy, obviously. They have, yeah, I think it's very obvious in terms of the way they, yeah, I think the, the most obvious is obviously like when you see like the, the lack of synchronization or, or that's, that's a sort of stuff. But yeah, I think there is a lack of attention to the choreography and the way they are feeling the, the yeah. yeah, I think this is this is really obvious. Like if you compare Russia in, at the the 20, 2012 Olympics and twenty, it wasn't the same core, obviously. But the way just they are thinking about the whole choreography and the whole how they they adapt to the code. Obviously, Bulgaria really did a better job at it like yeah. combining yeah and actually i it was kind of very difficult for them because they had like a different routines for hoops and clubs and they actually decided to ditch it for spartacus thinking that it would help in terms of like putting more difficulties and still not trying not to sacrifice much about like the artistry and yeah i think it paid finally paid for for them <laughs> And obviously for Italy, because if you saw them in 2019, it was like a very rough year for them. Like a lot of change and, and injuries. So big redemption also, very nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, groups at the first, when I started to watch rhythmic gymnastics too, groups were also very much more difficult because you have really to pay attention to stuff. And if you, it's it's really subtle, I think. Like it's, it, it can, especially with this code, it can be very very quickly messy and and ugly. I would say. <laughs> Depends on who who's doing the, the the exercise, obviously. But yeah, no, obviously, uh, yeah. If you you have the chance to just catch the two finals of the Olympics, I think this is two nice finals to watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is not a lot of clean performance for the individual. Well, there is some clean performance, obviously, but there are also like some less clean performance, especially like from Anastasia Salus. For her, <laughs> she had, oh uh, yeah, it was really hopeful. It was, yeah. There's Paris. Paris is coming. There's Paris. There's Paris. <laughs> so good segue, good segue. So um, we did see that the Arena sisters are going. Yeah. Are, are considering are considering they're considering, they're considering. i think it's very different. Oh, yeah because like in in 20 in no sorry in 2004 alina kabeva was also considering beijing <laughs> it was like i mean no i'm not saying like they they won't do it but obviously yeah i mean there's still three years so it's not four years so maybe Depending, I think the world championships because they are they actually confirmed that they they are going to go to the world championships will be like uh, a big um, something that will say to us whether they actually are going to the, the Paris or not. If they, I, I I don't know in three years. I think the court obviously will be less. Awful, I think, for the, like, the difficulty will be not not easier, but obviously from what they have tried, they will have much more chance to focus, focus, sorry, <laughs> on the difficulty, on the execution, sorry. 
Um, so maybe it will allow them to breathe more in the routines and pay more attention to the execution, but also injury for the Navrina, I don't know. We, we are always bringing that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm waiting for what the doctors, what the interviews will say. But yeah, I think there is still a very long road before Paris and there are obviously a lot of gymnasts who are coming up. It's, it's very hard, I think, being a gymnast in, in Russia, obviously. Yeah. Well. Wow. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Clematis. It was lovely oh, to thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we are gonna be releasing our episode uh, recapping Cranberry Open, Lake Placid Invitational. Um, we did talk a little bit about Russian junior test skates. Uh, I, for one, am so, so, so excited for Russian senior test skates. And um, as I said earlier in this episode, Junior Grand Prix uh, circuit is my is my favorite thing about figure skating. I love it so much. I think that it is just so fun to watch. And I encourage everyone, uh, if you haven't watched it live, to kind of catch up on you know, any, you know, any, you know, the, the lady short program, um, I'm going to try to get this episode out as soon as possible. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you so much, Clematis. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.